0: This is Carriker and Smallman. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues Booth. Brought to you by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors. Great floors for every home. With locations in Crestwood, Manchester, Overland, and St. Peter's. And online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. The St. Louis Blues play the Dallas Stars tonight. The Blues trying to get back on the winning track after their overtime defeat at the hands of the Anaheim Ducks on Sunday night. And we head to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Darren Pang joins us in the Blues booth on 101 ESPN. Good morning, Panger. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, good morning, Randy, Michelle. I'm doing well, thank you.
0: Okay, this uh, was a question on the fight this morning at 8.30, and Michelle is going to provide this question for you, and I believe you'll know the answer. Michelle.
1: Okay, Darren, this was question number three on the fight today. What player was the first in the NHL to score a full-strength, power play, shorthanded, penalty shot, and open net goal in the same game? Mm, broadcaster was Gary Thorne, member of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Mario Lemieux. Very good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I, I, I knew you'd know the answer, but that gives you a glimpse into how incredible Mario
1: was, doesn't it? Oh, it absolutely does. I mean, he was – you know, maybe single-handedly the most um, scary, the scariest player to play against because he just could do so many things. Like Wayne was, I mean, phenomenally. You know, um, Wayne did so many things that you were worried about. Where's the other guy? He's passing to all the time. I mean, even though Wayne was the greatest goal scorer in the history of the game, you're always worried about where's that backdoor play? Where's Jerry Curry? Where's Paul Coffey? Where's somebody else? Because he. He he re, redefined what passing against the grain was. But Mario was unique in the fact that he could go with that big wingspan. He could go so far over to one side, and then and then either shoot it and flick his wrist and go under the crossbar that way, or he can bring it all the way back to his backhand. And it it seemed like it was three acres <laughs> between <laughs> you know his forehand and his backhand. So no, a very yeah an incredible an incredible player, an incredible person, and uh, you know both those guys is mer- unbelievable, unbelievable. Well, Peyton, you're speaking of unbelievable. It's unbelievable what the Blues have been able to do, getting points in all of these games when they have so many guys who are unavailable to them. How much of this do you attribute to coaching? Because it seems like the coaching staff really has a plan during this stretch. Yeah, I think Craig Berube's done his a phenomenal job. I mean, this might be his best work. I mean, you know, obviously going from last to first, I mean, that was a momentum build in 2019. And uh, this is different, I mean, because, I mean I'm looking at what Perron, Neil, Thomas, Huso, Bozak, Falk, Biddington, Cairo, uh, certain points now, Shen uh not on this trip. Um, Sunquist was out for a long time. Yeah, this has been this has been a remarkable job of coaching by the entire staff. Remarkable. Um you know, and I, I think too that credit goes to the players that have come in because you know, they they don't try to replace David Perron or they don't try to replace what uh you know what robert thomas does or other players like that they 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 just go out there and play and i think that's why they're having some success so um really remarkable and and you know the there's bad news because you know obviously Cairo's was injured and uh Brad, and brayden shen didn't finish the last game and he's not on this trip but there is good news because falk and uh, tyler bozak uh are on this trip so um you know so the uh I, I think the healthy guys are, are going to be coming in slowly but surely.
0: Panger, one of the guys that I didn't really know anything about was Logan Brown, and and I love what I've seen so far. What have you learned
1: about Logan Brown so far? Um, I think that 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 he's got um, a stronger stick than I than I thought he might have had. Um, you know, there's a lot of loose corner battles that uh, that you never know. Um, I mean, he's he's he is six foot seven, but he's you know he's not. He's not thick like a Robert Thomas, uh, or even a, like a David Perron style, where you've got that big, thick lower body and you, you battle on pucks and you win those battles. Um, but I, I've been really impressed with his stick. I've been impressed with the fact that he goes into scrums and he comes out with the puck, or or he goes into uh, you know a two on two in the corner and he and he and he makes a play. So th- you know those are the things that I'm most impressed with um, because I think um, from what I was told coming into this that he had great hockey sense, he could make a play, he's got good hands, he's a creative player, um, um, but he's not going to overwhelm you with any physicality, which I didn't expect that, but um, the, the physicality comes in a lot of different forms, and I think winning loose battles on pucks is one of them, and I think he's done a great job of that. And I think that's been the one thing that's that's been most impressive, um, and so he keeps that up. I mean, that's great news for the St. Louis Blues. Another guy that we've certainly been paying attention to, Panger, is Nathan Walker, the Aussie, who's not only infused the Blues with some points but with a lot of energy too. What have you been seeing from him? Cheers, cheers, mate! <laughs> I think he's been great. Um, I just, I, I, I you know, I, let's face it, smaller players uh, have to do a little bit more, and uh, certainly he has to do a little bit more, um, and he, and he does it. His, uh, you know, he, he, he doesn't have to run a guy over, but 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 he goes and hits a guy, um, finishes his checks, um, makes a play, um, yeah. And I, I I mean I think you know that that wrist shot for whatever reason because you don't usually see guys, especially guys that aren't accomplished NHL players, you know, beat a goalie straight on with wrist shots. So we've got something about the way he delivers that that's fooling the goaltenders a little bit. So that's 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 really something else, man. And I'm I'm really happy for the guy. I mean I think. I think these guys that uh, that have to have such um, self-motivation when maybe not everybody's watching you, I think that's the toughest part. I mean, he hasn't had a spotlight on him, and yet there he is. He, there, there he is. He goes down to the minors. He's a great teammate. goes down to the minors. He's one of the top players. Just waiting for that call and waiting for that call. And when a guy gets called up, and, and not only does he get called up, and he's patient about that call that he gets, then he scores. Then he gets points. He's the kind of guy that you just want to be on your team, and you want him here. And I'm, I'm hopeful that even with all the injuries, that a guy like Nathan Walker ends up staying here.
0: Panger, even though the Stars have lost three in a row, they are 9-2-1 and one at home, and they've dealt with their in- injury issues as well, not as dramatic as the Blues have, but the Blues will have their hands full tonight.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, you know, Rope Hints is the, is one player that has really given the Blues trouble and, and the rest of the league trouble. And he's, you know, playing on the line with Jason Robertson and Joe Pavelski. And they've been their best line, but he's injured. So, uh, from what it looks like, maybe Jamie Benn steps up there. And Jamie Benn seems to give the Blues a lot of trouble. I'd like to see somebody, you know, right off the hop, like a like a Dakota Joshua... Um, you know, because Braden Shen's a guy that always gets in there physically and, and tries to, you know, nullify a guy like that. But it, it'd be good to see, you know, somebody else step up there and get in the face of Jamie Benn right away because otherwise he can he can control it physically and then dominate it offensively as well. So, um, they, I mean, they've got a good team. They're, 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 they've they're got a good checking in line with Foxa and Raffle and Glenn Denning, and uh, they're going to play a structured game. And so far they've gotten really good goaltending Um, from either Braden Holpe or Jake Ottinger. Um, And and I I guess this gives us an opportunity to say, you know, cheers to a great career for for Ben Bishop. Absolutely. You know, he announced his retirement, and everybody knows Big Bish, and he's just a wonderful guy, and he gave it his all to come back. But anyway, congratulations to Bish.
0: Yeah, and one of the iconic photos in St. Louis sports history is after that Game 7 with Maroon and Bishop and the St. Louis flag in the background.
1: Yeah, iconic for for the blues and, and, for, uh, and, and, and <laughs> right, for Patty Broome. Maroon. <laughs> but I'm, sure that, I'm sure Ben Bishop doesn't want to see that again. But, uh, yeah, it is a great photo, and it's just another great example of uh, the development of St. Louis products.
0: Panger, thanks so much for the time. We always appreciate it, and uh, we will talk to you soon.
1: Yeah, that sounds great. Have a good one.